This is Shi'ar Jashub, coming to you from Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing the Heavenly Authority series with the conclusion of the sermon delivered by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, on the great victory over the Philistines by Jonathan, the man of faith. We are in the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 14. We've seen Jonathan, accompanied only by his armor-bearer, cross the pass of Michmash over to the Philistine garrison, climbing on his hands and knees from the rocky crag of Senna, which means thornbush, to the rocky crag of Bozes, which means shining. And as the lead soldiers of the Philistines fall before Jonathan, there is a trembling in the Philistine camp and among all their people. Here now is Pastor Greg. You see how much fear has to do with the spiritual battle. How when either side is fearful, they start to lose, right? And in the spiritual battle, which this physical battle is a type of, the Material advantage is less important than the faith. The numbers, the equipment, the material things you can touch when it comes to a spiritual warfare are so much less important than the spiritual reality of faith and the spiritual reality of fear. Fear causes destruction. Fear strips of power. Faith empowers. And when it's faith in God, the proper faith, then you open yourself up to the work of God and the power of God to come in. The Lord is amplifying this fear. The ground shakes. Now, it can be shaking from their confusion, their running about. In the NIV, it says it was a panic sent by God. It was a very great trembling. Very possibly, there was an earthquake sent to augment. The ground started to rumble to augment the sound of the fear coming out of the fight from Jonathan and his armor-bearer. And it frightens and confuses the Philistines even more. And the Philistines begin to retreat. You read further down that they start to actually turn on each other. In verse 16 it says, Now the watchmen of Saul and Gibeah of Benjamin, look, Gibeah's way further south. And there was the multitude melting away. All that power melts away flows away, goes away, and they went here and there. They're just scattered. They're confused. And even in Gibeah, they see the result of it. And it will result in victory and the driving back of the Philistines to their own place. You know, many times in this world, we face seemingly impossible battles and impossible barriers and overwhelming or very powerful enemy Many times it seems from our situations that the odds are all stacked against us and it's very dark and it's a very fearful situation where it seems that very few are with us or standing with us. And God can work. What's impossible with man is possible with God. Because every one of those situations, those trials that we face, when we step out in the power of the Lord, when we go across the pass, 
even if there's a deep precipitous drop all around us, even if we have to climb up a rocky hill on our hands and knees, if like Jonathan we keep going in the Lord, each and every one of these situations which starts out, when you first approach it, it starts out a thorn center. It starts out a thorn bush, something that pierces our flesh, something that hurts us, even as that crown of thorns was placed upon the brow and the head of Christ Jesus and pierced his flesh and the blood ran out. Every one of these situations that pierces us and that's a trial and a dilemma, if we have the faith that Jonathan displayed, if we keep going, even if it's up on our hands and knees, it can become a moment of great shining, of great light. Bozes. It can turn from a thorn bush into a moment of shining. As that last crag of Bozes, you climb it as Jonathan climbed up it to victory. A shining white. We become purified by it. We become arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright. We become clothed with the righteous acts of the saints. Remember the shining, the bleaching, the white, the righteous acts of the saints. Jonathan displayed leadership that we'll see, Lord willing, inspires the men of Israel to join the battle. At the sound of the noise in the camp of the Philistines, the trembling legs of the Hebrews start to become sturdy. The limp hands of the guys hiding start to become strong. Saul's men who are with him go out to the battle, and then what do you know? The others start to join in. And they assemble the way they should have assembled when the shofar was blown in Israel, and Saul said, let the Hebrews hear. And as the Philistines flee, those who hid in the mountains of Ephraim, even they follow hard after them. We read down to verse 22 into the battle. And then in verse 23 it says, So the Lord saved. Jonathan knew the Lord could save by the few or by the many. So the Lord saved Israel that day. And the battle shifted to beth Aven. Jonathan gives a display of leadership that inspires by him looking at himself and what he needed to do and forgetting everything else, forgetting the power of the enemy, forgetting the fact that he was all alone. The greatest victory won for mankind was when one who never sinned was left all alone and lifted up and crucified by all mankind. He did, he drank from the cup he knew he had to drink from. Not to be concerned with the enemy. Not to be concerned with who stands with you or does not stand with you. Not to look at the quantity, but to be concerned with the quality of discipleship. Jonathan doing what was right in himself before the Lord. That type of leadership that inspires the others to get out of the caves and follow. If he had waited for the others to get out of the caves, what would have happened? Nothing would have happened. The Philistines would have won. So we can't, as a church, keep looking at others. We have to look as individuals to ourselves and what God has for us to do and discharge that duty as good stewards.
as Jonathan did. In the book of Daniel, and we'll close here, the prophet Daniel receives a prophecy about a great end-time conflict. And it reads then in Daniel chapter 12, and if you keep track of the news, you know just from what's going on in Israel, we're approaching very rapidly the end times. In Daniel chapter 12, verses 1 to 3, we read, At that time Michael shall stand up, Michael the angel, the archangel over the nation Israel, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people, he says to Daniel. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to that time. And at that time, your people shall be delivered, everyone who is found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those, and listen to the scripture, verse 3, those who are wise, those who are wise, shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. And those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. A shining, a shining forth. The Bible calls us to wisdom, to righteousness, to faith before God. And when we do that which is right and proper, as we only can do as we yield ourselves to the Messiah Jesus, the Bible says that in eternity we shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, like the stars forever and ever. There's a battle that's going on in the heavenlies right now. There are spirits being unleashed, the spirit of Antichrist, of famine and war and pestilence and plague. There are times coming that never were before on the earth. Many will desire to hide and run into the caves. In many places, it'll be a difficult time for Christians as that spirit of Antichrist takes hold. We are called to be courageous in the Lord, to be wise in the Lord, and to lead many to righteousness, to tell them about Jesus Christ, to do what's right, and the only one we're answerable for is ourselves. To do like Jonathan, to do what we're called to do, and then let the Lord handle the rest. Let's pray this moment that the Lord would show us clearly, for each one of us, what he has. Heavenly Father, we just pray this morning that you would open up the eyes of our spirits, Lord God, that you would give us the gifts of your Holy Spirit as promised in the new covenant, Father, that we would have an understanding of the ministry and the gifts and the offices that you have for each one of us. Heavenly Father, that we would yield ourselves, that we would not look toward others or toward the problem or toward the seeming great obstacle before us, Father God, but that we would, as Jonathan, yield our hearts before you and ask you, Lord God, to fill us with your plan and your blueprint, that we would be willing servants to step out in faith, to seek your will, and to believe that you can do marvelous works even through the few. 
And that, Father, that we each would know your plan, that we would be faithful, Lord God, for your timing and your work. For it is possible with you, Lord God, that you can take the obstacles and you can bring forth light. Father, you don't need us, but we thank you that you choose to use us and to work through the clay vessels that we have to bring forth the glorious, beautiful light of your son, Jesus. His holiness, his purity, his sinlessness. Father, we pray that we would be found worthy of the call. Father God, that we would remember the example of Saul. Heavenly Father, that we would be patient and endure in you. In the precious name of Messiah, Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. You have been listening to the teaching ministry of Greg Scalzo, pastor of Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut. We know it is terribly difficult to find the time to write in today's fast-paced world, but if you could find the time to drop us a postcard, your words of encouragement would be a real blessing. Our address is Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box, 518 Branford, Connecticut 06405 Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Madison Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Take I-95 to exit 61. Go south to Route 1. Turn right and at the next light turn right again. May the Lord's presence overflow in your life as you serve Him.